0: What's going on? We begin this convention week for the Republican National Convention in Tampa with uh, Todd Zwillick, takeaway Washington correspondent, down there in uh, Tampa, along with a full team of uh, reporters uh, taking a look at what's going on there. First of all, Todd, how are you feeling this morning?
1: Pretty good, John. It's wet outside, blowy, but we're doing fine.
0: And uh, the weather is is it expected to be a non-issue, although it will uh, wreak havoc with some of the uh, actual Events, the sequence of events, they're just going to be reordered. Nothing's going to be canceled, right?
1: Well, a couple of your B list and C list speakers have been canceled. There are a couple of probably disappointed, uh, maybe politicians that most people haven't heard of who got their speaking slots canceled as the RNC, the committee, and the Romney campaign sort of reshuffled the schedule to account for today's session, which is effectively canceled. Now, the convention is technically going on today, it will be gaveled in at 2 p.m. Uh, By Reince Priebus, RNC chairman. But that's it. Gavel in, gavel out. There will be no events on the floor. Some people have been, some speakers, uh, more important speakers have been moved from Monday into some of the other days. Uh, And a couple of other speakers have been asked to give way to others. And as part of all this, John, to compress a four-day convention into what will likely be a three-day convention Shorter speeches, and few people are <laughs> sorry about that part of it. Yes,
0: and nobody's sorry, but there will be some horse trading associated with that, that's for sure. How is the messaging going, and what's the latest update from individuals who are trying to give you a sense of how things are going to go day by day? Because normally these things are very carefully orchestrated.
1: They are, and there was a carefully orchestrated set of themes for each of the days going through the convention. On a call yesterday with reporters, uh, Rush Schriebert, who's Mitt Romney's chief strategist and sort of messaging uh, guru, said that they're going to be easily be able to compress Monday's message, which was we can do better, into other days of the convention culminating uh, with a Believe in America message on the last night when Mitt Romney speaks. Listen to Rush Schriebert as he was talking to us reporters yesterday we can do better will be weaved into the Tuesday We Built It program, the Wednesday We Can Change It program, and the Thursday We Believe in America program. Bottom line is that uh, the Monday theme of President Obama uh, Failed leadership, not serving the American people, is something that we can talk about in each one of these areas. And we will continue to do that and drive that message.
0: So Obama's failed leadership out of the window because of the storm. We begin with we can do better. That becomes we build it and then we can change it. And Thursday, we believe in America is the big wind up. This all takes place within the backdrop of an extraordinary number of distractions coming into this convention. Caused by some of the GOP themselves. Forget Isaac. How much of a, a, a challenge is it to stay on message given the distractions that uh, they brought with them into this convention?
1: It's clearly one of the issues that they're facing. John Todd Aiken, the most recent example of a Republican who said things that went counter to the image and the message that they're trying to foment for this for this convention. You mentioned backdrops. Uh, let me tell you one physical backdrop that people are going to see that the Republicans want them to know about. On Monday this afternoon at 2 p.m. when Reince Priebus gavels in the convention, there will be a debt clock that will start at zero and will count up calculating how much debt has been accumulated under President Obama by the time Mitt Romney gives his speech on, in primetime on Thursday night. So in terms of messaging and the backdrop there, that's one part of the message that Republicans want people to see is accumulating debt. And they're going to try to finish this convention with a financial health of the country debt message.
0: That invites uh, David Axelrod to come up with some clock for the, uh, the D- Democrat convention, yes? Uh, I, 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 would, I would imagine.
1: Maybe he wants a countdown clock to, uh, to, to Election Day.
0: Who knows? So Anna Sale also joins us, part of the uh, Tampa coverage team down there. Uh, Anna, the distractions on the ground in Tampa also may get in the way of the messaging that they're trying to orchestrate. What are you seeing?
2: That's right. I think one of the big questions that I'm watching over the next week is is just what do Ron Paul delegates do this week? Yesterday, there was a huge rally of Ron Paul supporters just a few miles from where the convention's going to be held. And Ron Paul is not speaking at the convention. He has said that he was asked to uh, endorse Mitt Romney without reservations and to have his remarks approved by convention organizers, and he declined to do so. But Ron Paul supporters are parts of pretty important delegations here at the convention. We've talked before about the Iowa delegation. Remember, Iowa is a very important swing state this year, and the vast majority of the delegates are Ron Paul supporters. So they've told me, I've talked to some over the last several months and have this sense of Mitt Romney needs to reach out to us. We don't need to just reach out to him. But there's a question of just what Ron Paul supporters are going to do They're They're saying, on the one hand, there's no plans to interrupt floor proceedings on the convention floor. But, you know, how are they ready to endorse Mitt Romney without reservation at the end of the week? That's what I'm going to be watching. At
0: this point, Anna and Todd, uh, you both covered this campaign from beginning to this moment right now that we're speaking about, Um What's in it for Ron Paul at this and a Sale, and what's in it for the Iowa delegates, Todd Zwillick, and who would enforce uh, anybody, you know, keeping people in line? Who, who's, the, who's the sort of bagman here?
2: As far as what's in it for Ron Paul, I think standing in front of a rally of thousands of people and, and being able to proclaim that his movement is something that's continuing after this election is, is something that matters. That's what's in it for Ron Paul. As far as Iowa, who, who is the sort of, you know, going to keep these folks in line? That's what's interesting. The new party leadership in the state party, they're Ron Paul people. The new party chairman that came on after the problems with the caucus, he's a former co-chairman of the Ron Paul campaign in Iowa.
0: So, uh, Todd Zwillick, uh, is there any sense that uh, the chairman of this convention and, of course, the a person who presides over all the proceedings, Mitt Romney on some level, is going to have the same kind of problems that John Boehner had on Capitol Hill uh, dealing with the various factions within the GOP?
1: Look, this is a problem writ large for Republicans right now. We've talked about it for the last two years, bridging the conservative movement, the Tea Party movement, the anti-Obama movement in the Republican Party, which is strong with a broad, independent, moderate message that can appeal to the middle of the country. That's Mitt Romney's charge. It's been difficult so far. And this convention will maybe shed some light on how much f- further he has to go. But with these infomercial types of conventions, you're not going to see a whole lot of that on TV, John. We might have to wait until November to see if he can really do it.
0: Todd, the weather is a distraction. And if there's a disaster in New Orleans, even a, a small scale disaster, nothing like Katrina, but still, that will be a distraction. Uh, what are the logistical challenges for him getting to the conventions and how worried are they about this storm?
1: Flights are the biggest logistical challenge getting people into Tampa and out safely. Uh, Airlines have been canceling flights for the last two days. My flight got in fine, but others have been canceled depending on uh, where they were routed through. And it is a big concern, getting people here and having them feel safe while they're here. Optics is another big concern, John. News coverage of New Orleans. If New Orleans hit, what is that going to do to coverage of the convention? You don't want to party on one half of the screen while you have a hurricane hitting New Orleans on the other half of the screen. Interestingly, I want to tell you, I ran into a native New uh, New Orleans resident yesterday in a hotel. She's a Democrat, she's Donna Brazil, Democratic strategist, you've seen her on CNN as a pundit. I approached her because four years ago in Minneapolis, she and I had the same conversation about what she was feeling in the face of Hurricane Gustav, which caused a delay in the Republican convention in Minneapolis four years ago, and I asked her about how she was feeling about it now. Listen to Donna Brazil. I've taken precautions to identify hotel rooms, in Louisiana, north of the city, north of New Orleans, that will allow them, if, if necessary, to move away from the potential of Tropical Storm as it becoming a hurricane. John, that's Donna Brazile uh, worrying about her family. I will say here on the ground, Republican officials saying yesterday they have not, well, they, they didn't say, they will not rule out extending the convention until Friday. The plan right now is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, with their headliners uh, in prime time from 10 to 11, Mitt Romney, Ron Paul, Marco Rubio, Condoleezza Rice, all remaining the same, asked if they would rule out a Friday session if hurricane news coverage you know, focuses on New Orleans, they wouldn't rule it out, kind of skirted that issue a little
0: you bit. You did talk to a Republican, though, at the convention, right, Todd? I did, you did I find ran one.
1: In, you were able to uh, find one. I ran into a Republican. I ran into Senator Chuck Grassley Good. of Iowa. Good. We were just talking about Iowa. Excellent. Uh, he's been to a lot of conventions over the years, uh, seven of them by my count. Listen to Chuck Grassley. Ran into him at the airport, how he feels about these events. I've gone to every one of them since Detroit. And every time I get done with them, I wonder why I come. But I feel uh, really uh, rejuvenated coming to an event like this.
0: Oh, I love Chuck Grassley. Of course, yeah. he's from Iowa, and he's got to worry about those Iowa delegates and a sale. Or uh, all about uh, Ron Paul. What's a bigger distraction? Do you think at this convention, Ron Paul or a Hurricane or a Tropical Storm Isaac?
2: I certainly think it's Tropical Storm Isaac. Just the concern about, you know, logistics here, but primarily, what's going to happen if this becomes a hurricane over the Gulf is is on the minds of, of all the delegates here. I would say.
0: And is that to say that they want to put serious faces on to make sure they're not partying? Are they going to be concerned for their fellow citizens? Well, you or are they know, worried when about. When I
2: showed up at my, at my hotel yesterday, there was a party already happening in the bar. So maybe not in front of the cameras, but there does seem to be some partying happening
0: here. And of course, a rescue effort on the part of the Obama administration in New Orleans would send its own political message. Todd Zwillick and Anisea will be talking with you all week long. Yes?
1: That's right.
0: We'll be here. And Diana Sale, of course, reporter for It's a Free Country, and you can follow convention coverage for It's a Free Country. That's the politics website for our uh, co-producer, WNYC. And Todd Zwillick will be a part of that coverage and our takeaway Washington correspondent, our man on the ground there in Tampa. Thanks to you both. Sure thing, John.